0: this stage, we'll turn in the Scriptures, and we're turning to the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. Ephesians, chapter 2. Ephesians, chapter 2, and we're reading from the verse number 1. And you, have he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air... The Spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all that are conversation in times past and lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. We know that God will bless the reading of his word to our hearts. Just for a few moments, I want to share with you a few thoughts about this Reformation word. That we have here in Ephesians chapter two and the verse eight, and it is the word grace. We should never ever think that what was done over five hundred years ago is irrelevant. It is relevant, and it never was more relevant than it is today. And every message that we preach, and whenever we minister the gospel. The content of the sermon really goes back to truths that were rediscovered over 500 years ago, and these truths are still as relevant now as they were then, and will never cease being relevant. There's a number of key words come out of the, the, the Reformation, Scripture, Scriptures alone. Scripture is our only rule of faith and practice. Faith, faith alone, not works saved by faith. Christ, Christ alone, Christ alone is our Savior. And grace, grace alone. We often talk about grace. What does grace mean? Saint Paul said, herefore by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. What is grace? Let's just take the uh, letters of grace and use them to unpack the meaning of Of this precious, this wonderful, this beautiful word. G could stand for God. Grace comes from God. G could also stand for goodness. Because as we think of grace, we think of of God's goodness. Because God is a, a God of wrath and he's a God of anger. And he's a God that must deal with sin. But yet he has decided to save sinners. And that's grace. That's good. God is good. But... Ultimately, grace is the gift of God. And that is exactly what we read here in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. It's not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. You never, ever, ever earn a gift. Nobody is ever in God's favor because of what we do. No matter how good it is. No matter how kind we are, how generous we are. We never earn God's favor, because nothing can remove the stain of sin. And so in order that we might be in God's favor, we must have this gift that we do not deserve, and we do not deserve grace. We do not deserve to be forgiven. We do not deserve a home in heaven. We do not deserve to be counted amongst the family of God. We have no right to these things. The only thing we have a right to is the flames of hell forever. But God has given us this This gift, grace is the gift. Our, well, to me our speaks of redemption. Because this gift of grace only comes to us because Christ paid the price that we might have the gift. And every gift has a price. And the price that Christ paid that we might have this gift of grace is his precious blood. Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Within grace, there is the power of the blood to save us. A, A could stand for assurance. Whenever we have this gift of grace, whenever we know that our sins are covered by the blood of Christ, we have the assurance. You see, if we look for assurance from within ourselves, we'll struggle. And sometimes we do struggle because we look at ourselves. And we see the darkness of our own hearts, we see our own feelings, and therefore we we struggle with assurance because we're looking to self. We'll not find any assurance in here. But we find this assurance in the Word of God. But A always stands for acceptance as well. The gift has to be accepted. Someone gives a gift, you have to accept the gift. And if you're not saved today, this gift of grace that was purchased for you at the cross when Christ died to redeem us from our sin, this gift has to be accepted. And the gift that can be accepted can also be rejected. And it's terribly bad manners to reject the gift. But to reject the gift that God offers you is catastrophic and tragic for your soul. See, must stand for Christ. Cannot stand for anyone else or anything else. Not a philosophy, not an idea, not a theory, but a person. A person who is fact. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Of whom I am chief, the greatest story ever told. And Christ is at the heart of grace. Because it is through Christ that grace comes to us. E stands for everyone. There's an opportunity for you today. The gospel is for the whosoever. If you don't know the Lord today, you can know him. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can have and enjoy and experience this precious gift of grace. But does E not also stand for everywhere? Grace is not just a word that defines how we are saved and why we are saved. It's a word that should define the Christian lifestyle. Because whenever we think of grace, we think of a God who is good, a God who is forgiving, a God who is kind, a God who is long-suffering, a God who holds no bitternesses, a God who takes a poor lost sinner out of the dunghill and gives that sinner a place amongst the princes of God. A God who does for us that is so undeserving. We have offended him. We have rebelled against him. We have ignored him. And yet he loves us. And if we have grace in our hearts as God's people, that grace must work its way out to everyone that we meet, to everywhere that we go, whether it's in the home, the family. How parents relate to children. How children relate to parents. How we relate to each other in the workplace. How we do our business. If we have really been with Christ, the world needs to see grace in our lives. And that's grace. For by grace are you saved through faith. And not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should believe.